1: Welcome to the There It Is podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Barr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for being here, especially if this is your first time listening. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. We have a fun episode today. It's with best friend of the show, Rob, and YouTuber Prince's friend, Aloy LaSanta. And we love Prince here. And we actually are very inspired by Prince's creativity. We launched the podcast on June 7th in 2016. We talk about Prince a lot. We actually even have an episode about our trip to Paisley Park. as from the beginning of this year. Rob was in that episode. Rob, also a massive Prince fan. Obviously, someone who has a YouTube page called Prince's Friend is also going to love Prince a lot. So... It was only fitting we had the both of them on together to talk about today's topic. But first, I do want to mention, check out Prince's Friend's YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Prince's Friend. Aloy has a lot of great stuff on there, celebrating and discussing Prince, and he'll be releasing his own video version of this episode. I'm not sure how he's editing it, so I'll be interested to see what he does with it. So just go check that out. And be sure to subscribe to his YouTube channel and click the bell so you get notified when he drops episodes. Today, we're talking about Prince's sense of humor. Prince did films, made appearances on TV shows, and there are a ton of stories, epic stories about how funny he was and funny things he did. And we talk about our favorite of his funniest moments. Here it is my chat with best friend of the show, Rob, and Prince's friend, Aloy Lasanta
2: right fellas so excited to have you both here because we're all major Prince fans we'll start with best friend of the show Rob hello
3: I'm excited to be here I just before we get started I wanted to say that I haven't finished my undergraduate in Prince and I'm dealing with two people that have PhDs in Prince so (laughs) (laughs) like you have more of a PhD than I do
2: (laughs) this is the third time We've had Prince's friend of the show. Yes. Huh? You like that? Like that? Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Aloy LaSanta, thanks so much for being back. Thanks, Jason. I mean, it's it's always fun to come on here and talk. We always end up having a great time. Mm-hmm. And then I'm always like super giddy, like afterwards, because <laughs> it's like, hey, Same. I got to talk. You know, because it's when I do my own show... You know, it's me talking into a camera and then I can kind of engage after the fact. But it's, Uh it's so much fun when you get to Mm -hmm. actually have like a live conversation about Prince. Mm For sure. sure. Gosh, I love it. Well, today we are talking
2: about, as you already know from the description, we are talking about (laughs) Prince's humor. When he passed, there were a few people who were acknowledging him and Justin Timberlake said, you know, one thing that a lot of people don't know is how funny he was Mm -hmm. and I don't think enough people knew how funny he was. And oddly enough, there are people who, after his death, discovered how good of a guitarist
0: he was. So I was always mind blown by that. That is, that is, it is stunning how many people are like, oh man, did you know he played guitar? And I'm like, wait, what?
2: <sighs> like, I guess you just never looked at any performance of his, I guess. Yeah. Any, just any. My mom knew he was a good guitarist. I made her, I didn't make her, but I told her she needs to watch the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame performance. Yeah. And I was in the other room and she, when he was done at the end of that show, we all know while my guitar gently weeps, when that was over, she walked in the room and was like, I didn't know he could do that with
0: the guitar. (laughs) Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he could do that with the piano too. I've converted so many people with that performance because it it, it combines so many different elements. It combines Prince live, which is always his, like where he's best, but Prince on the guitar, but Prince also doing a highly recognizable song from one of the biggest bands ever. You know, it's kind of like when those YouTube people get big for doing a creative cover of a song. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of almost like that. It's like, somebody who is not already into Prince can't listen to a Prince song and appreciate the guitar work and everything. They need to hear something they know one way and he took it and he destroyed it. It's like, Oh, well then I love Prince now, you know? (laughs) Well
3: that I I can remember not being like seeing like photos of him as a kid and like posters and like not being aware of his guitar playing. And once I really got into guitar, VH1 played Raven to the 2000s and for some reason, just one night it was on TV, and I'm obviously like that blue outfit it's amazing. Yeah. But the first solo he ripped into, I was like, I was like, I, I like screamed at my dad. I was like, Dad, get in here. And like he came in, and we were both, he was like, I had no idea Prince was that good. Yeah. <laughs> and he so that's kind of, so it was even way before, yeah, you know, like way before my guitar chanting, weeps. I was like, man, <laughs> like, yeah,
2: cow. yeah. And he fit in the humor. He he snuck that in in on it as well, I guess, because there are a lot of people who didn't know that he's so funny and had a really strong sense of humor. So we're going to start this conversation talking about how his comedy, so to speak, came out in TV and film and other appearances, maybe interviews or maybe stories Mm -hmm. that you heard someone tell about him where he did something hilarious. I'll throw out some things just to start us off here. Under the Cherry Moon, obviously, it's a comedy, you know. An actual romantic comedy, yeah. (laughs) Right. And uh, he's pretty funny in that. Well, I think my favorite part is when they're in the restaurant and Jerome says, you know, tricky, says like, oh, what about bats? And Chris looks up and sees (laughs) the bat. That
0: scream? killed me it was so funny and it that- was a scream but he had food in his mouth like that was <laughs> the funny part about it yeah ah it was ah. so
2: funny and also yeah.
0: that that movie
2: has become a classic based on the memes like yeah. there's yeah. so many memes yeah. from that movie well That's-
0: i mean and not to mention that that movie has wreck in it you know it has the main yeah. The main comedic scene of all of the comedic scenes from anything that Prince will ever be known for ever is that one. Yeah. Is the Recasteau one. However, Mm -hmm. my favorite funny scene from Under the Cherry Moon is the the one where they just stare at each other like, Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and he goes, uh, honey, don't you know I will slap the waves out your head? I'm <laughs> like, I laugh every time he says that. Although, and technically that's not Prince, that's Jerome also. Jerome, but yeah, um, Prince I but,
2: think broke because he laughed. With that exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what
0: makes it so funny, is that he just couldn't even contain it. Like he is mm-hmm. cracking uh under the pressure of that joke, and it is hilarious. Oh, I love but, it. But yes, definitely under the cherry moon. You know, if you're going to look at his movies, look at the comedy, right. definitely mm-hmm. that makes yeah. sense. Um even if we go to Purple Rain, we have, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest practical joke that he ever played on anybody was that's not Lake Minnetonka. So right. I was going to talk you know, so I,
3: yeah, I wanted to talk cuz I I obviously I live in Minnesota. Ooh, so, um nice. yeah, and I live very close to Lake Minnetonka. So to me, what before so you know, I grew up in South Carolina and when I remember watching that movie, it's very pivotal if you've seen the scene, unedited, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, be, I think I became a man when I saw that scene, yes. uh, and uh, or somewhat, but uh, and then I, um, but you know, I I thought when he said the waters of Lake Minnetonka, I didn't realize that was a lake in Minnesota, mm. so I thought he, I thought it was like somewhere in like South America. Like that. And that's why I was like, oh, that's stupid woman. Like she doesn't know. That's not, you know, of course that's not like some, I thought it was like Machu Picchu, you know, like something like that. <laughs> right. right. Like. And so when I moved here and then I saw there was an actual Lake Minnetonka, I was like, oh, <laughs> and then the fact I know probably where area they were in, they were not close to like, so it's like, she doesn't even know the city she lives in. <laughs> <And then> like, <laughs> so that is just, a funny
2: thing. And he yeah. doesn't have the, com- he has a couple of funny scenes in that movie, one or two, but or like a couple of scenes where he's being charming, but he's not the comic relief. Of no, 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 that's,
3: that's, that's Morris and Tyrone. right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: 100. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, of course, we got to mention new girl. He was so uh-huh. good in that. Yes. And someone working on that show, I forget the person. Uh, it may have been the EP mm-hmm. told this wonderful story when he passed about how he was off up in the area where they were going to be filming or just off up in some some other area and she thought he was just you know not being a diva but just like being prince you know like being off in in prince world but uh she was sitting there working looking at a script doing things and someone came up and said Prince wants to see you so she went up there and he lit a match and said, don't you think this would be funnier? And it was something from the scene where it was like a Zippo or something in the script. And she realized in that moment, he wasn't up there pulling a diva move or anything like that. Mm. He was working on the scene <laughs> and trying to make it as funny as it could be. And she was like, sure enough, it was funnier with a match, not a lighter. Yeah. Class- I remember
0: seeing an interview with Zoe Deschanel where she said that she got a, like a letter from Prince when he wanted to come on. And like it was basically a letter to her saying, like, I watch two things. I watch the news and I watch New Girl. And it would be awesome if I could be on the show with you. <laughs> and so she like, you know, she helped arrange it and all that stuff. Uh, and the 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 main lead, the main male lead who plays Nick, I don't remember his actual Jake name. Johnson or yes.
3: Jake Johnson. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Um, but yeah, so but he said that a lot of the stuff that Prince did in his scenes. Uh, in another interview, because I watch all kinds of interviews. Um, Mm -hmm. He said that a lot of that stuff, like they had like a rough sketch of like what they wanted him to come on and do. Most of that is just him, is just being there and just kind of improv and just, you know, doing stuff. Uh, So I thought that was pretty cool too, because it it really just shows that Prince just has just amazing comic timing, whether Mm -hmm. it's, and, and, you know, what is it? Like, you know 75 percent of acting is reacting Mm right You know, so like even in a scene where he's not saying anything you're looking at him and you're seeing him express things Mm -hmm. you know so that you're getting you're getting the comedy out of it you know I remember the scene where he was like he was just like well we'll finish our pancakes and then we'll go (laughs) (laughs) and she's just like oh we can just go now and he goes um no, you're going to finish yeah, this. Yeah. You know, so I found well, that to be pretty funny too. I,
3: I, I, my favorite part in that is when she gets up to sing the song and she's like, I, how do I know the words to this, the song? <laughs> yeah. It's like, he's so magical that she knows the yeah. words to this song.
0: <laughs> and as soon as that, as soon as that episode dropped, they dropped the fall in love tonight with Zoe Deschanel yeah. on iTunes. So I immediately went and bought that. Yeah, uh, which is different yeah. than the album version because mm-hmm. obviously Zoë Deschanel's on it. So. Yeah, <laughs>
3: I don't know why I, that, my wife and I love that's like one of the rare shows that like we agreed on, and we oh. and when we found out he was going to be on there, we were just like,
2: what? Yeah. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, I was like, no way, no way, and then it's I was like, no, he's really on there too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: also mention this because the pancakes were brought up. Of course, everyone knows the Chappelle show sketch, yep. and one? Chappelle yes. told a story about hanging out with Prince after that sketch had aired at a hotel and Prince was ordering room service. Chappelle says that Prince said, Hey, do you guys want anything? Pancakes. <laughs> 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 Ribbit. i letting him well, know like, yeah, I saw it. I, yeah. I know the thing.
3: I don't know if this will step on the music thing, but when, when Jason and I saw him in concert in Atlanta, um, during the musicology tour, when he was doing his acoustic set, he was just kind of riffing and just yeah. doing his thing. And then he was like, You guys, what do you guys want to talk about? Do you want to talk about basketball? <laughs> <laughs> and it just seemed like, because that was right during, like, it was like, you know, it was right when Chappelle's show was hot. Yeah. So it just felt like he was acknowledging that skit to us. Oh, and like,
0: I mean, he definitely did yeah. when he released Breakfast Can Wait. The cover of Breakfast Can Wait is Dave Chappelle dressed up as Prince, yep. holding a plate yeah. of pancakes, yep. and that's the official cover of that's that awesome. single. God, so, awesome. like Prince, <laughs> Prince was in on it. He got it. Yeah. He liked it. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: only it's only complimentary. I mean, yeah, especially absolutely. knowing, yeah,
0: knowing, and how it was serious funny. It
3: took basketball so. yep. game blouses yeah. game. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Run computer darling picky. sorry it's oh. <laughs> computer blue shoot the j shoot it
2: yeah. that was so funny to me I always thought it was so because at the time of that sketch I listened to that album a million times as a little kid but computer blue did not stick in my head right. for whatever yeah. reason and so when that sketch happened I had forgotten about the, the title of the song so when they just said we're gonna run the play computer <laughs> computer blue, <laughs> I laughed because I was like, yeah, that sounds like something Prince would say. Because yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. uh, speaking of that concert that Rob referenced, at the musicology tour in 2004 when we saw that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He started that show out joking that he was going to order some pizza.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: He was, he was like, yeah, I'm ordering some food. Well, what do you guys want? You want pizza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, and some pizza. And he like puts his phone down and... <laughs> And then they go into the song. And then like 20 minutes later, someone walks
0: up and eats some pizza. <laughs> just everyone just died. It was so yeah. funny. Yeah. Speaking of the musicology tour, I remember I watched it. I didn't get to go to that tour. Mm-hmm. But I've watched many of the shows that he did do. And uh, my favorite one is when they're doing DMSR. Oh, I love that. And song. he's like, he's dancing there and he's shaking his butt and he goes, he goes, you know what? I need somebody up here who's got an ass. I ain't got no ass. I need somebody who needs an ass to come up here and dance. And then Chance Howard gets up there. And he's just like, yeah, he's got an ass. He, 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 he dance. It's gonna be long. So it's just like that sort of thing. Like also, yeah. you know, self-deprecating humor is also very funny. You know, I ain't even got an ass. We need somebody with an ass to see, dance to this song.
3: It's, it's, it's
0: ironic thinking about
3: the pants. Was it to the? When he, he wore like assless pants to was um, it the VMA VMA I think it was, was the VMAs, VMAs. 1991
0: yeah, yeah. Right. and
3: then Howard Stern kind of
0: spoofed it yes a couple, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah with, Which, with Fartman, yes with
3: Fartman, that's right and and and, and <laughs> Dylan Walsh Luke the late Luke Perry touched oh yeah him.
0: yeah <laughs> I um I told this story too um when I was uh I did a whole video about like the one Prince concert I ever actually got to go to mm-hmm. and it was Jam of the Year tour. Mm. and uh i think this is also another example of kind of how he engages with the audience and stuff but in the video (laughs) um at the concert i was at there was um apparently somebody up in the front row because i was i was like on the floor but like back Mm -hmm. uh but somebody in the front row and he was doing like an amazing like song and then like halfway through the song he goes um uh, hey, baby, nobody wants those. You can feel free to put those back. You can put them oh, away. Oh, 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 and I was like, what? <laughs> you know, so, you know, so it's like he even would try to make a joke and try to, you know, play it up, right. light, you know, uh, even in moments like that. Uh, and I was just like, man, oh man, I bet she felt like so foolish in that yeah. moment, too. I it's gone bad. Sorry. <laughs> well that was also around the time when he started doing his no cursing thing oh, right that yeah. was what I'm about to it's say like,
2: one thing if it was the 80s or something right like, you can't yeah. do that if
0: i don't even want you to say bad words definitely don't flash Right,
2: right yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah you yeah. can't do that post rainbow children exactly no. <laughs> so some other tv film appearances for me Muppets tonight. That was just delightful. Yes. Somebody who loves the Muppets. Uh, that time he dressed up as Bryant Gumble on the Today Show when yes. he showed up. That was a funny bit. The Chris Rock interview when he's talking about not doing bad. Uh, that was a classic. Yeah, we said the the, the exactly. line the quoted line is uh uh well the first line is your butt is mine and uh you're not saying that to me, and I'm damn sure not saying that to you. Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the thing about comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Is I have heard so many good jokes, but if the person saying the joke isn't delivering it well, right, then it just, it falls flat. And that was a thing about Prince is that he always, like when he said something, it was funny because he knew how to deliver it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, and he was spontaneous. Uh, One Mm -hmm. of my favorite interviews that he ever did was Kurt Loder. um, Mm. And this was around the time of Rave uh, Rave Unto. Okay. Where he was, um, you know, they were having a long discussion about like his name, you know, and like, well, I can't pronounce it, but what if I do this and blah, blah, blah. And there's a point where like, Kurt goes, well, I don't want to belabor this. And he goes, wait, you don't? (laughs) (laughs) You know, after like the sixth question. (laughs) I saw
2: that. I actually did see that clip. Very funny. And another thing in this one is maybe a deep cut reference, but he went on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno a number of times. Yes. Mm -hmm. And one of the times he went on, Leno tried to pull a prank on him in the parking lot at the security gate. Leno's out there, he's wearing this costume and he's like got a bad mustache on or whatever. And he's like, Is Prince in here? I get, you know, we can't let you in unless we see Prince. And the mm-hmm. driver's like, no, 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 we can't. He's like, no, and then we can't let you in unless we see Prince. Prince pops up from the sunroof yeah. and pops out of it and goes, That's the worst costume I've ever seen. <laughs> and Jay and him start ripping back and forth and joking around. The thing I love about it, it's more how delightfully joyful prince was in the moment because he's just laughing like a kid and he didn't know the cameras were on him at first when he was laughing and then then Jalen was like oh there's a camera there and he goes ah, ah. And just, <laughs> i don't know it's something real nice and pure to see because yeah. you don't really see that side of prince yeah so often it was nice Well,
0: and the reason for that is you know he he tried to make sure that he was taken seriously up front you know so he was not jokey he barely did any interviews. Anytime mm-hmm. he did, he was very mysterious. Yeah, You know, all of these things. Uh, there was just a certain point. It was around, I would say the rave era, where he was like, okay, I'm done with all of that. Um, yeah, I'll get on, I'll get on Sinbad, I'll be on MTV, I'll be on Larry King, I'll go everywhere and I'll just be my charming self and cause I don't need to create that mystery or have that air of you know weirdness around me anymore. Cause I feel that was around the time that he did change his name and he felt freer in that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it continued after that, where he was completely happy, you know, just being like I remember when he was on Arsenio Hall. And there was a guy who asked him a question, which was like the silliest question. He was just like, so what's real music to you, Prince? And he goes, uh, you should buy a ticket to tonight's show. Like, you know, that's, <laughs> uh, that's essentially the correct answer from the person yeah. that you're talking to. But man, when he was taking like, just just viewer calls on Arsenio Hall, some of the funniest responses. Oh my God. I
3: gotta go back. I wanna find that now. Oh you please do, it look. is so funny. Yeah. I just I love Arsenio Hall in general. So yeah, they have oh, a yeah. lot of
0: really
2: great great clips of him online. And then I always loved it when uh, Prince and him would get together, and uh, I mean, and when his show came back, Arsenio's show came back. He had
3: he had Prince on. it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about when he was, uh, when he came back. The, the, oh, the... it
3: wasn't, it wasn't the 90s. No,
0: actually, the one, know. cause he never, he never, again, he wasn't sitting down and doing interviews at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah. On the episodes where he was there performing, he would have other people there to oh. do the, like Patti LaBelle, like being mm-hmm. as a spoke, spokesperson oh, and stuff. Okay, I remember God. that,
2: yeah. Well, those are all in my TV film interview, yeah. whatever.
3: The one film, I don't think it really counts. It's just tangentially. Prince it's the, this, I think they told the story. I can't remember. I've done the Paisley park tour three times. So, and I did it twice this year. It all kind of runs together, but I think it was with you, Jason, when they told us the story, but they filmed grumpy old men on yeah. the soundstage there. Yeah. And I think it was, I can't remember in the movie if it's Jack lemon or Walter Matthau that has a cat, but it was Prince's cat. Oh wow. And it was because, <laughs> because it would not leave the stage. They just wrote it into the movie because they didn't want to bother Prince with this cat. <laughs> that So his cat is just like in this movie for no reason other than it wouldn't leave the, the soundstage. That is hilarious. And so I thought that was so funny. I think they told us on our tour, Jason, yeah. because they, did. I, they didn't know my dad's tour and I told my dad, I was telling my dad about it. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh yeah. That was a great story. speaking of another great yeah. story is the Jimmy Fallon ping pong. Oh gosh. Story.
0: Yeah. Oh yes. It's oh my gosh. Funny.
2: And then yes. Quest loves add-on. Everybody to that needs to, to watch one. that one too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rob, why don't you go next with your favorite Prince TV film movie?
3: Yeah. I mean, I was, yeah, definitely like like you were talking about with New Girl. And then I I just again like talking about the the Lake Minnetonka part. That's just so funny. He's just I think he's more Minnesotan than you realize, and especially now that I've lived here and procreated with one of them. Um, I get it. <laughs> like he's just there's a thing of like I see a lot of parallels between Prince and the Coen brothers. And I think it's also maybe because there was always that rumor that Prince was the hooded person that gets shot in Fargo, which actually finally got debunked. But like for a long time, it was like this urban legend that the person running off was Prince. And Interesting. Yeah, because he I, I think he, he probably had some relationship. With I mean, the Coen brothers are like two of the greatest directors of all time, and they're from Minneapolis just like him. I mean, they Yum. went to public school in Minneapolis just like he did. So I mean well, they could have gone to Jewish school. I'm not sure. <laughs> but nonetheless, they grew up very close to each right. other. And so there's like, and then you think about like like the sense of humor of like Bob Dylan too. They all kind of have like this stoic, not not <laughs> well, it's just like this, it's a it's a Midwestern kind of way to be like you know, no matter what, he was a Minnesota, you know, like pure, you know, you know, he was a Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like just a like when you're here, you just see a lot of that in his personality like just there's a lot there so I, I that's one thing I enjoy about this him in general but then you know you hear hear stories all the time about him just like riding his bike around Chanhassen like you know yeah. just like you know I mean and, and if when you go to Paisley Park I told Jason I was like Jason it's gonna seem weird where it is like it's gonna because I live much closer to the cities than he does I mean I live probably I'm five miles from downtown but but he you know like I'm like Shane Hassan's out there, man. Like you are gonna think, it like, is. and it's like, and I told it actually when we got up, I was like, brace yourself because I knew it was coming, and so it did help. And he cried anyway. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course.
0: Of course, i cried my fun first fun. time too. Yeah. Like, I cry, oh, I've
3: cried every time. Every, and it's it's usually when we get to the when you get to the last room and it's the Super Bowl performance that. But I can't. I think the first time I cried when I saw the 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 hoffner but um, and there was a couple other things. Well, I think I got a little choked up because. He had like the musicology tour tickets. And so that was just like, I uh, just felt like a smile to me and Jason. <laughs> I was like, you know. oh my gosh, you know? And just a random one. It's not, I don't know if you want to talk about just TV appearance. I mean, I've just listened to interviews with people talking about him and his humor. But one of mine was, my favorites was, I listened to Michael Scott, who, or Mike, it might be Mike Scott. He was one of his guitarists for years and he was mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake. He might still right. be Justin Timberlake's yeah. guitarist. Yeah. Disgusting guitar player. Yeah. And he was telling the story Obviously, like he and Prince had like a friendly, I mean, he was in Prince's band, but they had like a little friendly rivalry about who was better at guitar and like who had a better tone. (laughs) Well, Prince's like rig went down and they basically moved him over to Mike's rig. And then like later in the night, like Prince is like coming up to Mike and he's like, man, I sound really good tonight and like kind of like rubbing it into him. And then he was like, looked at him. He's like, that's because you're playing through my rig. <laughs> and so and then he got all mad. He was like, ah, you know, like not like playfully mad. Like he just thought he thought he was like one up in Mike. And he was like, no, 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 no. You're playing my amp, <laughs>
4: so,
3: I think Yeah. And just there's a lot. There's some really great. um, from a guitar standpoint, there's a, a really good guitar uh, podcast called No Guitar Safe. And mm. they did uh, a really great um, tribute to him after he passed away. Mike came back on. And then I can't remember her name. One of the women that played guitar for him. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to go back. Maybe we'll There one. was a few. The Kat Dyson is the one that's coming to my mind. It might have been Kat. I think it was Kat. Because she, okay. she, she's an African-American woman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because there was the, I can't remember the, the woman who was the
2: um third eye
0: girl
3: yeah third eye girl i can't remember her name but uh, yeah it was i think it was cat and like she was interesting she was she had so many good print stories and yeah, no just, she's dope yeah, i love her she's yeah and she's had some great print stories and a lot of just humor and I, I would recommend listening to some of those podcasts just because it's it's really cool to hear the people you know especially you hear somebody who's playing guitar with Prince, you know, it's like, it's yeah. got to be so intimidating and, but, you know, and like trying to hold your own, but then just to have that kind of relationship where he can joke with you and yeah. be silly. It's kind of cool. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh gosh. That's yeah. really sweet. Yeah. Heard so many stories like that remind me of just stories I've heard of Wendy Melvoin talking about playing with them. The intimacy that they had as musicians, especially at that time
3: mm-hmm.
2: when, when Prince was coming along in the 80s, those, those stories are great. What was that yeah. podcast again?
3: No Guitar is Safe.
2: Okay. So check that
0: out, listeners. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to definitely check that out.
3: Yeah, it's really it's a guy named Jude Gold who used to be the editor of guitar player magazine but he just he plays he plays guitar for jefferson starship oh yeah it's really it's always really good guitar interviews so Mm -hmm. (laughs) that one was just and like they had him on and then obviously when prince passed away they had mike come back on and mike's man he's a character i really
0: like him
2: (laughs) (laughs) we'll switch over to Eloy. what are the tv
0: film moments that you would
2: reference
0: uh no i mean those i mean the ones that I mentioned already, I love just interrupting. I didn't wait to give you yeah, my picks or anything. I, I just kind of interrupted you <laughs> that, with that's, mine.
3: <laughs> that's how we always do
0: things. That's how, and how we especially, do here, yeah. Yeah, because I'm a know-it-all, so, You yeah. know, but there's honestly, there's a, there's a lot of really good ones, uh, especially in interviews, because Prince was definitely a kind of a no-nonsense kind of person, where if you came at him with, like, a dumb question, he would treat you like you're dumb. Uh, so, you know, there, there's a lot of really, really good ones out there. Probably, probably my favorite now I'm, I'm blanking on some of the exact verbiage and everything, but there was one where like, they were asking him about like his breeds and he was just like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We should totally do your hair up like this too. It'll be great. You know, so, like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's just awesome. Just the way that he was able to respond playfully when Mm -hmm. he wanted to do that then of course there would be those other interviews where he would totally take his time and he would speak very slowly and it would usually Mm -hmm. be a serious topics
3: yeah like Um, with Tavis Smiley the Tavis is always right that's an obviously important one because it's playing in his office so you know Um, yeah and
0: of course of course that the Tavis Smiley like that's the big one the uh, you can't play me if you try to play mm-hmm. me you play yourself right yeah. you know there's a lot of really great like funny lines in that mm-hmm. interview mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well now it's time to switch over to the music yeah let's talk about the music because mm-hmm. you know i recently was in um a group chat with uh, jill jones and we were all talking about her first album and one of the things that she said to me really like it it, it it rung true so much about Prince and music and whatnot. And she said like, there's so many people out there nowadays who are just like making music for music's sake. And they're not that many people who are having fun with it, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, they're making it as a product and to sell and whatnot. And they're not like Prince had the luxury of just being able to be in the studio with people that he liked performing with and they would just have fun mm-hmm. that's why he's got a billion tracks because some of those were like we're just we're putzing around is that even yeah. a real song who knows just <laughs> put it in the vault you know one day maybe something will come of it um but honestly there's a lot of really cool you know songs that are that he injects humor directly there's ones mm-hmm. where he you know, injects humor, you know, kind of indirectly, or maybe just a one line here or there. Um, And, you know, some are that they're funny because of the, like the reason that they were made. You know, there's also those sorts of songs. Uh, So I actually have some, you know, the very first, I think the first song that I heard that was like outwardly funny, I think to me is International Lover. Because in that song, he's basically just, He's just like, how many sexy, plain puns can I make in this song? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you know, like <laughs> that's how I feel about that song. Like, it's, it, it's such a sexy song, but it's so funny. Like, all of the lines, like the seduction, <laughs> 727, stuff like that. Um, he, that was something I think I had mentioned it to you, Jason, before we started recording, is that you'll find that Prince will inject humor almost especially into those songs that are supposed to be sexy Uh, because to him, you know, sex and humor, like they're supposed Mm -hmm. to be together. You know, you can't take it. You can't take it completely seriously. It needs to have some humor in there. Mm -hmm.
2: Right. If you're rapping with the, trying to, trying to pick someone up, part of that is being charismatic and charming and what better way to
0: be charming than be funny. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those one-liners will, will do it for you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Our favorite one line we ever heard a guy say was he looked at this woman and goes, got a minute. And it totally worked. Jason and I were standing right there. We both were like in awe of him.
0: So. just like, yeah, actually, I do have a minute. Yeah, she Wait, did. This yeah, woman, and we, were, we were both
3: just like, wow.
0: <laughs> I think one of the other ones from early on in his career, uh, Movie Star, which I know we got on Crystal Ball later on, but Movie Star is like straight up just like a comedy play. Yeah, on record. that was you know one of mine mean? too. Yeah, just because...
2: The lyrics are funny. The vocal performance is so funny. And of course, and I'm sure you're about to mention this, he originally wrote that for the time. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and that's why he's so outlandish as the character, but he crushes yeah. that. Oh yeah. And like makes fun of the the perfume, the the cologne, the Paco Rabbit, you know, uh, you know, just Uh, there's just so many great lines and like the whole song is just hilarious. And then the girl falls asleep on him at the end. Like, it's just hilarious. Um, (laughs) But that one's a really big one. Uh, Again, I kind of have them in order here a little bit. So, um, (laughs) you know, for me, a door is a big one. Uh, And, and the whole song is not even that funny, but obviously everybody remembers the, well, maybe not the ride, you know, (laughs) exactly what I
2: was going to mention. Because what I love so much about that section is because he's being like the the song is so silky smooth, mm-hmm. you know it's a silky smooth R and B song, and he's you know he is doing that charming thing, but then he does he slips into the the really funny line delivery and funny line well maybe not the ride, uh then he takes it to church for a second, yeah, and then he goes deeper mm-hmm. into earnest vulnerable sincerity. This like tears in your eyes, sincerity. And it's like, how did he do that? How did he just go from like making me laugh and thinking, oh, he's so awesome into, let me be serious. I want you to know how much I adore you. And it's like,
0: oh, my heart every time. (laughs) But also don't mess with the car, though. Yeah, but don't mess with the car.
4: Especially
0: that Bentley. Oof. (laughs) Now, there are two songs that I have here on my list that are actually kind of, their. They're kind of similar to each other in the reason that they're funny. Uh, one is Bob George, which again is kind of also I just guess. kind of like a comedy play. Yeah. Uh, you know where he's just like you know seeing that rich motherfucker again. You yeah. know <laughs> skinny motherfucker with the with the hot voice. Uh, just you know it's 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 kind of sad and dark, but also it's very funny. It's very dark mm-hmm. humor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and has like the police. You know, they're like come out with your and job. You know, like yeah. that stuff. You know, I love it when Prince falls into his white voice. Like, it's just a thing that he did.
3: <laughs> it kind of reminds me of uh, Living for the City, you know, the skit and, and Living yeah. for the City. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, but the yeah. other song that is kind of on the opposite side of that is um, Xanaly, uh, from, um, uh from Chaos and Disorder, mm. where during that song, it's like a really awesome, like, rock blues song. But halfway through the song, the police come to his house, <laughs> and they're just like... Uh chief, they're definitely masturbating. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's like, it's hilarious. So like, again, when he can just inject just direct humor into a song is just hilarious. So funny. Falling on the same thing as as movie star, there's also Pretty Man, which is very similar. Also a song written for Morse Day that he kind of kept. <laughs> but there's there's one, whenever I think of Prince's humor, and then, uh, and then I have way more after this, but whenever I think mm-hmm. of Prince's humor, There are actually two songs that come to my mind. And one is one of my all-time favorite Prince songs ever. And the other one is one I like, but it's just very funny. The second one is I Like Funky Music. Mm. Because if you're listening to I Like Funky Music, the lyrics and stuff aren't that funny, but he's had Dougie Fresh throughout the whole album doing like his boom, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And during I Like Funky Music, you hear Prince go boom, (laughs) <laughs> like on the record you know because he's like i can't keep up like i always find that hilarious every time i hear it and then uh, the other funny one marrying kind uh oh because, yeah yes, the marrying yes. kind it's one of my all-time favorite songs generally from him but mm-hmm. also it's just so funny like i'm so gonna put funny. you on that diet you know like yeah you know just <laughs> so, so funny, many good yeah. lines in that song <laughs>
2: Yeah, isn't it that one Uh, that has, she's going to need a pillowcase.
0: Yes. I'm going to put those tears on. I love that <laughs> line. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have a good voice, dude. Oh, geez. Thank you. <laughs> so those are some of my big ones. I think probably one other one I would mention is uh, from the song Sarah. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite lines from there, from that is, I uh, "I'll never put my hands on you, but there's no telling what my foot will do. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I like that line. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, so it, I guess, what are some other really funny lyrics that you guys like as well?
3: You go first, Rob. It's funny because off of Musicology, I like On the Couch just like mm-hmm, oh, yeah make me. Oh, and just like my. the way he's like yeah that that's so funny to me and then i just like just in general musicology like at the don't touch my i want you i want to touch my you oh, know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like such a a father in the 60s or 70s <laughs> you know like oh yeah especially because kids don't understand now my kids like they listen to music on alexa and like, they don't understand, like my dad's like stereo system was very expensive and very yeah. hard. You know, oh, yeah. he had he had a huge record collection and a lot of, you know, really amazing. He had a lot of amazing R&B 45s, still does. And, uh, you know, like, but it was like,
0: do not touch
3: them. <laughs> like the only <laughs> the only one I was allowed to play was uh, the Blues Brothers,
0: their, their live album. Brief oh. I did.
3: I, I grew yeah. up with
0: the Blues Brothers as well. Yeah.
3: My parents basically have the Blues Brothers Band. It's because, like, <laughs> no, like my mom plays sax. My dad plays bass. That's, I grew up in the Partridge family. So, like, that's why I play yeah. guitar. Yeah. We did, we did. <laughs> yeah. Really, Jason can tell you. I mean, yeah, he yeah, yeah. several times. Yeah. And you see this argue too. Cause and we're like, we're like, we're, my dad and I are more like the Gallagher brothers, but <laughs> we can be. So That's
2: not the baseline. Yeah. A, yeah. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. You've seen it.
3: I'm not the best human being sometimes. Um, so, <laughs> But you know, even like when I think about some of the hits, like I have always kind of found the really humorous as much as, you know, it's, it's so i feel so basic saying it but i just love let's go crazy so much and mm. it's just one of the like, oh, yeah. i love like I'm, that's a song i love to get to play and like love that solo like i love to get to do that one and just the intro to that is funny. like it's just you know like i've always took it as like this gospel minister <laughs> yeah. starting off and it's such a funny idea to like start like purple rain with that and just like i don't know it's just something about it like the you know doctor everything will be all right you know it's just yeah it's, i think it, there's a lot of humor in that song yeah and you know just like slip on the banana peel you know <laughs> you know <laughs> it's a funny you know a, a, even just like the ah, ah, you know and <laughs> i've always yeah you know and i always kind of thought about it like more of a sexual thing but then it's like well no maybe it's because she felt you know <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but it's definitely double entendre <laughs> so i don't know i mean and just like one of my favorite Ones of the songs, I still think it's funny is You Sexy Motherfucker. because yeah, yeah.
2: that was one of mine too. Yeah. The funniest part to me in that song is when they start doing the jazzy breakdown, like Mm -hmm. Sexy Motherfucker, shaking it it." in. Oh, funny. I was howling when I first heard that. Yeah, (laughs) the
0: funny part for me with Sexy MF was that the I feel like the whole song is kind of, like it has that title as a joke. Yes. Because if you listen to the lyrics, the lyrics is about like, I don't even want to have sex with you because I need to get closer to you on a spiritual level because we need to be like cosmic and all that stuff. Also, by the way, you sexy motherfucker, you know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. like wait a minute, like the, the title is that you say that has nothing to do with the rest of the lyrics, you know? <laughs> so that's that's also kind just, of the funny thing it was also a single it was the first <laughs> single off of the album which i find hilarious as well that is so
3: awesome <laughs> this is so awesome oh, like this the album. audacity to say play this yes and then you know, even like even like little red corvette like there's a lot of great illusions in that just yeah. really funny yeah. like obviously like you know she had you know pocket full of trojans or you know it's like yeah. oh yeah just the way you parked your car sideways i knew it wasn't going to last it's just like that's such a cool that's and a so funny line. and it's just like yeah like you think about it it's like if you saw somebody park like an asshole you're going to be like this person's going to be an asshole but i <laughs> still want to go out with them <laughs> like you know it's like i it's like i don't really trust guys that like and if you do this i'm sorry if they people that reverse into every parking space i just <laughs> but you're not a cop where are you you're going not, like do you really think you're gonna have to like evade like you know
2: i <laughs> so. i don't mind a pull through but yeah, yeah. backing up takes backing up so like
3: taking more the time trouble. to do it. yeah it is it's it's such a I'm like whatever
2: <laughs> like, now, the way so. you park yourself your car sideways <laughs> ways. all the way at the end of the parking lot this yeah, is no,
3: no. Or pro- she probably like parked in a, like a handicap spot. Like, right, right. Based on that right. song. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so.
2: so, Jason, you haven't given any. All the ones we've mentioned I, are definitely on my list, especially movie star for both like the lyrics and the vocal performance i'm gonna mention get off i love get off oh, uh, one oh, of my yeah. favorite parts
4: oh, God, is
2: God. uh <laughs> is the. Yeah, what we'll you want to eat ribs i tell you i don't serve ribs you better <laughs> eat ribs. Still on. i heard the rip when you sat down and then the scream coming right after that yeah so funny to me so so fun the whole song though and it just like there's an essence to that song of like I'm not really taking myself too seriously here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So funny. Cream is another one like oh. that. It's like funny and charming. Oh. And, he, and when he did the VH1 performance and he's playing it on acoustic, he goes, he stops in the middle and says, you know, oh. I wrote this look at myself in the mirror, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, come on. So great.
3: So I, I will do a little side story. So um, the first time I went to Paisley Park was when my wife was pregnant with our our son and my, my sister, I have two older sisters. They flew up for the baby shower that was in 2017. And so that was right when like Paisley park had only been open for like maybe a month or two for tours. So it was still early in the tours. And I was like, well, I'm going to get us tours. Cause I, you know, they're here and like, they don't come up here that often. So I was like, let's do it. And my sisters who were five and seven years older so obviously they have a different experience with Prince because they were definitely it was more contemporary for them when they're in high school and like you know like they had a lot like that definitely like that 80s period of Prince they were in and we were listening to like a random mix of songs and Cream came on and they both had had a little too much that morning of mimosas. So <laughs> they were both so drunk, just screaming, Cream, in the back of my car while we're driving to the Paisley Park and my wife is pregnant and my mom is in the car. And my mom is just like, Oh my God, what did I do wrong as a parent? Like, you know, like, and both of my sisters are just like, Cream. And I'm like, I, and They're like, play it again. And I'm like, I'm never listening to that song again. You ruined Cream for me. And my poor Midwestern wife is just like, oh gosh, oh no! Oh, so funny.
2: Yeah. Speaking of so funny, I love that line. I don't know why. In Vicky waiting, yes. The Mm -hmm. um, why is your organ so small? I didn't know I was playing in a cathedral. I love that line. I just, I there's something that's just fun about that song to me. And also, speaking of fun, Starfish and Coffee. What a sweet, yeah. fun, whimsical song. That's I just love it. And it has that. It's that kind of humor. Mm-hmm. And of course, Kiss, hilarious.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs> at man. your act, your age, not your shoe size. <laughs> Come on, not your shoe size. <laughs> that's not why whenever size. we, whenever shoe size, whenever we do that one, it's always my favorite to get to to repeat that line. and then Um, whenever we do it too i always say like you don't have to watch dynasty but i always say but it helps
0: (laughs) oh yeah yeah well and and, Um, then later and then later like performances he would replace it with like you don't have to watch desperate housewives or you know yeah (laughs) yeah yeah he would always replace it
2: yeah rock and roll hall of fame he he said sex in the city exactly Um, sex in the city I like uh, that when about it. I saw it, him. He said, he... "Desperate Housewives." Yeah, so, right. right. Yeah. Okay, so that's about
0: yeah. What year um, did you see him? Ninety-seven.
2: Oh wow! Oh. Another one. This one's kind of foul, oh, but it's funny. <laughs> eighteen and over, well,
0: know. that one's just a listing of like sexual positions. So, that's right. Like... <laughs> There's
3: more than one. <laughs> <laughs> white guy <laughs> <laughs> the the song to me is just
2: funny because it was so audacious when i first heard it i was oh like God. come on like this is so ridiculous you know 18 and over i wants to bone you i was like oh i gotta tell the fellas about this <laughs> um, yeah. and then another one and it's mainly for the vocal performance is pink cashmere Mm. Uh towards the end when he's like cuz he's already he's he's so big with the performance it's kind of funny but the uh like that the way he hits out there yeah it's it's almost like he got hit <laughs> like yeah. like listen back on that part of it towards the end hits it so hard that it it's hysterical to me every time i listen yeah. to it i just i wish that song had gotten a video where he was being the character Mm, uh, that right? is singing that is doing that because it would have been so funny to just see him be that like he wasn't He's like that in under the cherry moon but i would have loved to see him do it with that song ah, yeah well, yeah those are all mine
3: well i you know and i think i don't there's like sometimes there's like unintentional comedy too or like you go back and you look at it. It's a little silly because like one of Jason and I's favorite things to say was like, your face is jamming. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I it. yeah
3: like, <laughs> like it's just like such a weird thing to say about a woman. But it's like so funny to think about like that's like a pickup line. <laughs> your face is jamming and your body's body hecka is hecka slamming. slamming. And yeah. that's funny
2: too because he does have that lyric of, um, did I say out loud? My face is red yes
3: <laughs>
2: also off of that album rob this is one that i always reference with rob is fall in love get married have a baby we'll call him nate if it's
3: yeah. a boy if it's a boy
0: yeah <laughs> like, if love, it's a boy yeah yeah i'll just call him nate anyway who cares yeah. um, <laughs> i have two others on my life well, i have i have a couple others but two two that i wanted to mention were kind of humorous based on like why they were made mm-hmm. uh which within context makes the song funny so like my name is prince yeah is not actually that funny of a song except that it's actually a satire on how the world viewed him mm-hmm. uh you know i'm gonna come to town and i'm gonna take your daughter and all that stuff <laughs> yeah. like it's funny but also he's making fun of you people right like, <laughs> yeah you know it's kind of hilarious yeah yeah and then the other song which is kind of similar to that is rock and roll is alive and it lives in Minneapolis Mm -hmm. because Lenny Kravitz wrote a song called rock and roll is dead so Prince said uh no it's not rock and roll is alive it lives here you know so that song was like entirely as like a joke comeback
2: to Lenny Kravitz I didn't realize that
0: oh yeah which makes the song I mean the song is already amazing but it just makes it that much better to know that it was like nah Lenny you're wrong (laughs) yeah, you know, so. <laughs> isn't the song uh la 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 he he he
2: one that was written because someone said he couldn't make a song out of the uh, out of la yes. la La"? that's exactly <laughs> it it was just
0: based on a bet he that he couldn't write a song called la 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 he 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 and then uh scarlet pussy if i recall was written about sheena easton's cat uh oh, wow. so it was like you know it <laughs> You know the whole thing of like I can write a song about anything, it, it, it you know really was true most of the time for Prince. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know I'm I'm forgetting
2: a couple of others now. I'm thinking about it. now we're like yeah getting more into it because now I'm thinking like chlorine, bacon skin is yeah wild song and irresistible bitch like oh yeah that's a oh, good yeah. one. Oh, there's some good those, they're he's got a lot of stuff oh yeah yeah
0: now one of the ones that i definitely had on here because the song itself isn't that funny but he has like a funny like skit on it it's a song called peace from um uh gosh not chocolate invasion the other one slaughterhouse Slaughterhouse? yeah Mm -hmm. where it starts off and he's like he's like got the voice of like an old drunk dude he's just like the artist known as print, formerly known as Prince, you have to say every single. You can't just say the artist. You have to say the artist formerly known as Prince. You know, it's just like it's just a, like he was just having fun with it. But anyway, I I put that one on the list too, just because of that little yeah section at the beginning and the end of the song where he's just like drunkenly saying you can't say. <laughs> Just the yeah. artist, he's you know, he's
2: got some other stuff like that that he throws in there, like from Rainbow Children. Like, oh, I wish he'd play like he used to, <laughs> like this, <might> <laughs> <hard."> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Oh man, I gotta put that yeah. on my list here
2: because that's <laughs> hilarious, yes, yeah, that's don't
0: from the no Everlasting. Thing? Now, there's another one too, which was off of Cream, it was off of the Cream Maxi single, <laughs> and there's like, I'm trying, to, I don't know where the name of the track, I don't remember, but it was just like a little instrumental, like guitar little thing. Mm-hmm. And like when he's, when it's done at the end of it, you hear Tony M come in and go, what the hell does that have to do with cream? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it had Just nothing to do with cream. Nothing, it was nothing, on the cream maxi nothing, single. It's yeah. <laughs>
2: <That's> funny. <laughs> I haven't heard that maxi single. I've got another one. I they I got the maxi single for seven. Cause I wanted the acoustic seven. Mm. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. That Oh Yeah. That cool. I love that acoustic version. So good. Um, there's the other one too, where he takes the beat from. To Whom It May Concern, and he he, he does seven over it.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: so I love that version of seven as well because I love that beat. What was that on? To whom it may concern. That was off of the the seven single.
3: The seven single. Oh, it's on there. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Had an acoustic yeah. version and then the version using the beat from uh To Whom mm-hmm. It May Concern. Yeah. You know, same thing. Like he always he would do a lot of that stuff where, mm-hmm. like, if you take the song, um, there's a song called Let Let It Go Off of Come. Uh, and if you got the let it go maxi single there was a version of it with him doing the song over the ballad of dorothy parker's beat oh you know? wow. like, there's a bunch of like he would always he'd take a beat and he'd like repurpose it for yeah. a fun like you know redo of this song and it was dope yeah. like
3: how many how many times i mean
0: like on average
3: would you think like he's making the beat like would he ever like is it mostly coming from him, like the beat, or would he like defer Mo- to like John Blackwell or some, you know, someone like that, or like you know? No, the, well,
0: it's if, as far as I know from what I've heard mm-hmm. from all of the stories. He usually will come in mm-hmm. with like a song, like a demo of a song, just like this yeah. is the song, guys. And he might give, he'd be like, "This is how I want the beat." And then mm-hmm. the drummer or whatever might elaborate on that. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, the core idea was from him. Uh, of course, earlier on. Right. You know, he's known for, you know. Yeah. His, the, 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 I so play everything. And the Lin Machine and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's drum machines. And he did that a lot going forward too, like on, um, you know, like 2010. He's mm-hmm. like all of the beat and everything. That's like a lot of that is just him, like with just the synthesizer, just making all these songs. Yeah. You know, so uh yeah i mean it's it is a lot him but he Mm -hmm. he doesn't he doesn't employ anybody on his records that he doesn't trust to deliver Mm -hmm. a good you know performance i to in my opinion if 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 it's him doing it it's because like he was like nope i gotta do this because i need it to be this way i got it yeah no i got it you can't get it it's cool you know i i had heard lots of um stories of like how he would do that earlier on with with the revolution because like Mm -hmm. apparently like Bobby Z wasn't necessarily uh the best drummer he was just Mm -hmm. like you know he was friends with him and like (laughs) come in and all that stuff but he wasn't like the best drummer you know he got way better drummers later on in his career uh than Bobby Z and that's not a slight at Bobby Z you know Bobby Z is great he's talented um he did his thing yeah. Uh but yeah, like I I'd heard lots of stories about how Prince would be like, nah, it's cool. Like uh, this this is how it I really want it though, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um and he would incorporate the drum machine in with Bobby playing the he would play like the regular beat and then he'd have the the Lin one like on top mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah.
3: I think you know, like it's not musical and it's not necessarily a joke he did, but when Jason and I saw him, right when the musicians came out, obviously me being a guitar freak, I was like looking at the the lead guitarist or like a guitarist, and I was like, "That guy's playing left-handed." I was like, mm. "Jason, Jason, that guy's yeah. playing left-handed." Yeah, and then and the he, and, bassist and, walked out, and I'm like, "Jason, like that's not Rhonda." That, that's not Rhonda, and I'm like, "Jason, I think that's, I think that's." Morris Day in the motherfucking time. And like, as soon as I said it, he like, we both like, he came out and we both were like, it's Morris
2: Day. (laughs) Yeah,
3: (laughs) it was amazing. And And the thing that was
2: funny is before the concert, when I was walking around with, it was me, Rob, and one of our best friends, Jim, also a huge, also a musician and a huge Prince fan. The whole time I'm walking around, just jokingly saying like, oh, it's Morris Day in the time, just like yelling that. In the arena, just like pointing and be like, it's Morris Day in the time, not knowing they were actually (laughs) there.
3: there. And we just couldn't, wow, we could not believe it. And it was like, it was so awesome. (laughs) It was everything that night was everything you would ever want from a Prince show because he he had Morris Day. You had, I think, his, I think personally, his best band. Um, Definitely my favorite drummer. And John yeah, Blackwell. Blackwell. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, the, and then you have maceo so it's like amazing yes. we got to yeah. see maceo parker live like and yeah. but it was that it, it was such a fun night like and the fact that he did like a 45 minute acoustic set was just yeah. in a spinning chair like that was you know he's just spinning around just doing what he wants
0: oh yeah but, well know? and the funny the yeah. funny thing about the time uh i should probably mention this was uh i remember when i was talking with uh jellybean and i was asking him about like You know Mm -hmm. the time still touring and all of that stuff, and he was just like, "Well, it's not all the right, it's not all the same members." So a lot of the time we just call it part time. (laughs) (laughs) It's Morse Day and part time. I was like, "That's pretty funny." Yeah, that is pretty funny. (laughs) I know the original seven go out every once in a while, right? No, no. As far as I know, the original seven haven't been together for a long time. Oh, Uh, right now Morse Day and the Time is pretty much just Morse Day. Not even Mm. Jerome? Uh, No, Uh, Jerome doesn't. He's not around with them. And I'm pretty sure none of the other members are original members Mm. at this point. Occasionally, like if they're in Minneapolis where like people live, then like Jelly Bean might jump on there or whatever. Like if they're like local to it, like if they go out to California, you know, uh, Jesse Johnson might jump on, you know, that sort of thing. But like for the most part, it's him and he's got, you know, his band of. Like very talented musicians, but yeah. you know, mostly selling it on the Morris Day name. Yeah, you know. So, um, but yeah, it's it's crazy, just like how few of the members of that band are still there, and it, you know, the Morris Day and the time. It's like it is Morris Day and the time because Morris Day is there, and he's calling the band the time. You know, so it's like yes, yeah. <laughs> so,
3: so I, I had, I, I did have a question for you, just because. Sure. Um, have you ever like? Do you use like? any type of Prince stuff in your, in your RPGs? Like do you, do you incorporate a lot in, any of that in there? Like, have you ever like tried to get that love into your work somehow, or?
0: I know? do it sometimes. Uh, a lot of the time it's, it usually comes from like what I'll name things or I'll drop mm-hmm. like lines and stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember, like I was making up like powers and I created one called life of the party. Uh, yeah. and, you know, but, stuff yeah. like that, yeah. you know. Um, You know, I have to pick ones that are like, but like I made sure to be like, "Life, oh, the party," so that it's the direct you know reference. Uh, Yeah, Um, it's one of those things because you have to be you have to be careful, right? Because Mm -hmm. first off, you can't just reprint lyrics that's actually copyrighted stuff. Yeah, sure. Just put lyrics in, Mm -hmm. Um, so I have to kind of try to skirt it under the radar, and I want any of my references to be more. Uh, I want them to be mysterious. I want people to, mm-hmm. if they read it and they and they get it. I yeah. want I want that light bulb to go off as opposed to it being like this power is called Wind Doves Cry. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like, like you've you never know, had like, I'm like I'm not going that route. You've never
3: it. used like the eye symbol instead of like the word I, Have you? <laughs>
0: no, I haven't done any of that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I personally find that hard to read.
2: I had a hard oh, time reading yeah, the notes. Saying, yeah. yeah, I see
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it. It was part of his aesthetic. But like, yeah. I remember when I bought his memoir, here's the crazy thing. I bought his memoir and I had promised myself I was going to read it from cover to cover. So I started reading it and I'm like, okay, let's dive into this and I'm going <laughs> to read all of this stuff. And I got through it all. And then right after it, is it all typed out? And I was like, what? Like I should have just read that part, but I read it handwritten first. Like, had I known, I would have just read the other part and been like, it's, wow, his handwriting is so pretty. And I wouldn't I didn't have to spend extra time trying to it, figure out what he
3: was writing. It's very pretty. But like when you're at Paisley, it's like you're trying to read stuff and it's so hard. It's like, I have such bad eyes. Like Yes, <laughs> especially
0: with um, especially with like you have to stick you have to stay with the tour. You know, yeah. so it's like like, oh, so I have to decipher this. Wait, no, you're going to leave me behind.
3: <laughs> I can't. Hey, yeah. I- I keep joking probably in like when my kids are a little bit older, I'll probably try to, I want to be like a part-time tour guy. I just would like, can mm. I just do it?
0: Cause it's I like, lived there. I would totally do it.
3: Yeah. I would yeah. like, can I do it? And then like see other parts. Like, <laughs> yeah. like,
0: Oh well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. One of the funny things mm. too and about the do... tour is when I went on the, the tour the first time and mm-hmm. I was like, I was asking, cause I'm an, I'm a question asker. I, I'm the mm-hmm. kind of person that like, you know, five minutes before the end of class, and the teacher's just oh, like, well, that if nobody has any other questions, you guys can leave early. And I go, well, actually, I'm oh. that guy. Um, so, uh, But I remember like everybody was just kind of going from room to room and all that stuff. And I pulled my tour guide aside and I said, I see that there's a black album room, but mm-hmm. it's closed. What's going on there? Can we go in there? And he said, actually, it's kind of a joke that Prince did. That's the room that all of the audio cabling, all the black wires oh. and everything, it all feeds into that room. And oh, that it's cause It's because it's, a, it's a, a room you're not supposed to go in. Right. Because yeah. he kind of didn't go want that Blackout. album out there. Because when he right. originally, I mean, yeah. I don't know if you've heard
2: this, Rob, but when he originally made the Black album, he, it was on the trucks ready to go out to record stores. Mm-hmm. Or record stores it uh <laughs> it was it was ready to go out and prince called the label and said i i i'm not feeling good about this it's too negative it's too dark can we can we pull it and i'll i'll give you something else and wasn't it did he give them love sexy love sexy was what he gave mm-hmm. them instead of the black album yeah right That's and sexy. he asked them to destroy the black album stuff that they had and they said they did but of course they, they kept did. some and he, he yeah. knew that they were going to and some yeah. got out on the black market yeah. before it's official release in the nineties. Mm-hmm. It was only officially released in nineties for him to get out of his contract. Right? Correct.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's actually, that's an, uh, even an extra funny part about the black album being released in 1994 was that he literally said, well, let's just put the black album out. It'll count as an album. Uh, but literally after one year, uh, any copies that are not sold they need to be sent back and destroyed like i'm only allowing them to be sold for this amount of time wow to get to, to as one of the albums for the contract uh because he literally he still didn't want it out there but it was just an easy like sure release that yeah you know, that sort of a thing. Good
3: one thing i've always wanted awful. to like about paisley is like i would love to know like where is his record collection like yeah. Where is it? Where did he keep his music that he listened to? Because he has I, to, you know, like, he yeah,
0: as far as to. I know, I've, I've, you know, I, I wish I've seen every room in there. Yeah. In the drink, but I have heard uh, from other people who would go to like listening parties mm-hmm. um, is that, you know, if they were larger, they would be like in the sound stage or in the mm-hmm. APG music club area but there were some of those where there was like, you know, 15, maybe 20 people. Mm -hmm. And there's actually apparently a whole like listening room or there was at the time, this was like, this was a story that I got from somebody who went there Mm -hmm. in 2001 to go uh, to the rainbow children listening party, like before Mm -hmm. the album had come out. And apparently there was like a whole like room and there was records and like all kinds of stuff everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you know, all made up, but it wasn't the regular soundstage or the, it was like a, it was like a different room. So I would assume that that's where his records are, but also Prince had many homes. So, you know, he might've had them all in his house in Spain, you know, like (laughs) like who knows?
3: Jason, who was the basketball player that he, he rented his house?
2: Carlos Boozer who uh, played for the blue devils. Uh
3: Yeah. That's (laughs) so amazing. He's like, how much money Prince got? <laughs> <they're> like, yeah. <laughs> he gave him
2: buckets of money. Oh, yeah. Totally. Also, put all the money changing the house. The
3: house, and
0: then put and all the money changing change it, it back. It back. Yep. Yeah.
2: Carlos Bruiser said it was really like he wasn't even there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, and that's, that was something that I learned. I, then that's not a, that's not an uncommon occurrence. Uh, I learned that from Maite's book, Maite's book where, she says that everywhere Prince goes, he, he, what is, he has a fufu, like a fufu person mm. that like their job is to go in and princify a place that's, before yeah. Prince gets there. And then they unprincify the place when he leaves. He, uh, so like that's there's a whole person that that's their job.
3: <laughs> and, you know, it, that might seem ridiculous. But as someone who travels for work, I can say that, like, if I could walk into a hotel room and there was just some like even just, this is so stupid, but like I like five pillows. Like I like to have three pillows and I like to have a pillow on both my sides. Yes. And it's, it's a very horrible thing to ha- be like in a marriage. But I mean, <laughs> JC, you remember when we lived together, I've always had lots of pillows. You did. Yeah. And so, but it's like never, there's never enough. pillows. So like, somebody had somebody that like, I I can, I totally sympathize with like wanting to be comfortable because being on the road sucks. Yeah. So, you know, like it's not fun sometimes. Yeah. You know, you need somebody to, you know, to like make you feel like you're moderately at home. So, which is why also I'm obsessed with wanting to see his living chambers. <laughs> I just like, I'm so, so curious. Mad. Every time I've been there, I'm like, I just want to see what he slept on. Like, <laughs> like, I just imagine he has like a bed with a with a mirror above it, but I don't know. <laughs> I just, or a spinning bed. I don't know.
0: I, I, think, I, have, I think probably yeah. at one point he did. But He he grew so humble, like in his yeah. later years that that stuff probably wasn't as prominent, yeah, uh from what I from from just from the people that I've spoken to who have kn- mm-hmm. who knew him, you know, like yeah. in his later years, he stopped being like that huge sexy guy and all that stuff and became more of like the guru, the mentor mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. guy uh and it was less about you know the extravagance and all the craziness and it was more about like just like let's let's change the music industry and let's you know do stuff it's it's actually really amazing because i obviously i run a whole channel where i get Mm -hmm. to talk about prince and there's so many people who will come and they will say well prince wasn't like that he was like this and i'll say Mm -hmm. what prince are you talking about talking about prince from 1984 because that's completely different from the prince from like 2012 you know so you can't tell me that that's the same person
3: and that he thought exactly. you know yeah when you were 25 you
0: weren't the, you know what i mean right. exactly very different. yeah right um <laughs> yeah. but people don't necessarily want to let anybody grow or change especially if they're a celebrity especially if like you like them like this i don't want them to be different than that right. yeah so like i'm just gonna hold on to you know you know it's like it, i think it was what was it it was like um they posted something like a a quote of like Prince saying like you know I don't want to be judged for my color and all that stuff and a whole bunch of fans were just like see Prince didn't care about race and I'm like okay well that was 1984 85 Prince have you listened to this later music because right. he definitely you know, cared about it like you know what
3: yeah. yeah one one thing I thought about a lot especially you know it, it is so hard you know like think about like living here in Minneapolis and what happened here. I often think about like what would have Prince's mm-hmm. response have been. I mean, to happen not far from where he grew up, basically, uh, with George Floyd. It's, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, you think about like the art that we've been denied. Because, you know, you know what I mean? Like it would just, it would have been so interesting to see how he would have responded. Yeah. Something like that happening in his town. And
0: well, I mean, yeah. yeah, he was already, yeah. he was already in league, in league with like the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. He had right. the song yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, he was, he yeah. performed mm-hmm. at that one rally. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, stuff was happening. He was doing stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. but when will we get paid is another song. that. When will mm-hmm. we get paid? I mean, yes. I mean, he's definitely wrote songs and done that. I feel like he there was a certain point and I think it was around the 2014 era and with Black Lives Matter and stuff where he stopped trying to just write a song about stuff and he started trying to maybe take a more active route he obviously mm-hmm. donated millions he performed i mean he's the musician, so i mean he's still going to do music but just mm-hmm. performing directly at a rally is different than just writing a song about it yeah though. right you know mm-hmm. so i mean that's a huge deal i imagine that he probably would have been even more outspoken oh yeah and would have mm-hmm. been more than likely a larger presence mm-hmm. in the fight for not just equality, but equity, you know, those Mm -hmm. sorts of things, was already doing it from the music industry side, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, with his deal with title and really fighting for like people to get control of their music. And Mm -hmm. he had been doing that for decades, you know, and the crazy thing about all of that is that in the 90s, when he was saying all of the stuff about the music industry, people were calling him crazy. Yeah, yeah it's just common like we're all like no i'm obviously going to own my own masters and no you can't do you know like yeah yeah, like what like that was that was blasphemous back then Mm -hmm. yeah but Mm -hmm. prince was like a soothsayer in that case when it came to those sorts of things yeah Um, and he was light years ahead on the little amount that
2: people are paid for their streaming yeah uh, as you mentioned as you referenced but he
0: that was so long before anyone really started talking about oh, that. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. And everybody says like, oh, Taylor, Taylor Swift is like, she's pulling all our music down and all that stuff. And I'm like, and that's actually really cool that she's doing that. And she's yeah. in her power. Uh, like a lot of people give Taylor, Taylor Swift like crap. And I'm like, I don't. She She's talented and she's putting her money where her mouth is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she's like, I'm just going to take all my music down. Oh, you you're gonna act like you own my masters. I'm just gonna re-record. Re-record. A, that's yeah. such, that's you know like a ball Prince mood, did yeah. that that's, once, and yeah. then he decided he didn't want to do it anymore because he yeah. did 1999, the new master. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, I'm just gonna do this for all my songs. And I think he did it once, and he was just like, yeah. Oh, that was a lot of work. Yeah. I think I could just probably write some new songs, right, guys? He <laughs> writes so much.
2: He wrote so much. I'm not surprised that he was like, I don't need to react. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: Well, especially since, honestly, and, and I've said this a, a billion times, Um, you don't do something for almost 40 years and get worse at it. You right. know, it's just like, I, I bet he's looking, like, he was like, let's redo 1999. Wow, I'm a way better songwriter now than I was back then. You know what I mean? Like, I'm looking at songs I wrote a year ago, and I'm like, oh, I would have changed this and this and this, <laughs> yeah. let alone 20 years before. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you cra- you you become a better
2: craft craftsman. Mm-hmm.
3: Addict. Except except for Eric Clapton, he's a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started on Eric. oh okay
0: Disney i don't songs think anybody was getting you started on Eric air yeah, okay. i don't know
3: i was just you just said somebody gets better after hey, I remember i remember like with jason and i lived together like in 2006 and i saw a live concert his. i'm like he's terrible no, so. no.
0: i guess i guess okay so like the, yeah. the exception to that rule would be like if you're a guitar player and you start getting arthritis and stuff, yeah, like obviously yeah. or lazy or something. Yeah, but or... like you'll still have the knowledge and the skill, but you know, yeah, your your yeah. hands might not be possible to do everything that you could. That was Prince had said that um uh, later on in his years. He was just like, I you know, I'm not really playing as much guitar. Yeah. I've I've kind of gone back to the piano uh because mm-hmm. my you know, I'm getting older and I don't I don't like playing the guitar as much as I used to you know yeah. so yeah, yeah i remember fair. hearing that yeah.
3: yeah like especially like you know when they show a lot of those clips of the piano tour it's just like man
0: that would have been amazing to watch <laughs> like, oh man yeah. oh, the first celebration yeah. that they did post uh post his death the first celebration mm-hmm. they showed the um the piano and the microphone the first show that he did there oh the whole Haisley. thing they yeah the whole thing and nice. it was amazing like, yeah. oh, like I was so, I mean, and and they didn't show the whole thing. They showed half of it one day and then mm-hmm. the other half the second yeah. day. Yeah, So, cause they had it timed a certain way. So we, but we did end up seeing the whole thing, which I was very excited about. And man, it blew me away. It blew my socks off. And like, I'm still waiting for like, I mean, it was like pristine quality. The sound mm-hmm. was amazing. The The video was amazing. Like it cut away to different shots. Like it was already directed. Like it was ready to release. I'm like, yeah. isn't this out there already? Yeah, yeah. You know, I want everyone to see that concert because it was so good.
3: Did you get to see, um, have you seen the shoe exhibit? Have you got to see that one yet?
0: I have not. That one was, uh, I think it's like in Chicago or something well, like that. It's at Paisley now oh okay yeah I haven't been yeah in a few years uh, okay you know yeah no,
3: no i know that they changed it um it was it's the well it's the room after a purple rain room so after because okay. that's purple rain room was studio c where he also played basketball which i think yeah. is awesome um <laughs> yeah and they tur- i can't remember what they had um the first time i went but then when jason and i went and then obviously when i you know i took my dad and uh brown father's day and uh yeah they, they, the shoe exhibits unbelievable like it and and it there, really you could was. see a lot of his humor in some of the shoes too. Yeah. obviously he had some unbelievable roller skates yeah. just oh, wow. unbelievable custom made roller skates and just you know, like stuff them like Batman you know like seeing like the, yeah. the orange yeah. and, and purple and yeah uh, there, there was a lot of um, like sneakers that he had heels on so he'd have like a heel like that big on like a sneaker. It's just, oh, there's so many. That's yeah, and that hilarious. one that one's worth coming back to see just because and they do a really awesome um uh the the way that they display it and the they actually tell you it's like you got 60 seconds to get into this room. Um and so you, you had to hurry up there and they close the door and then there's kind of this whole presentation and it's really cool. Um yeah, it's it's well worth it's well worth it, I think. So definitely. I don't know if that was what was your favorite part? I think it was probably listening to music in Studio B, right?
2: Um yeah i did like the shoe exhibit though yeah but arguably my favorite part was being in his office yeah because i did i like touch the light switch when i was walking out no, like, you i want did to touch something, touch something i know prince had to attach I forgot about that yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> well that's you know the so this third time i went though it was june 19th when i went oh wow and so they they hurry up and did a did some different um displays they actually had like in the purple rain room that wasn't the purple rain room um it was actually it was uh dedicated to like a photographer i can't remember the photographer's name Hmm. that he'd worked with and so it was a lot of those pictures they had shown um but in um studio a they had this custom-made base it was a black power base and at first they said it was a black power base i was like i didn't understand what they meant and then when i walked over the headstock is the fist Oh yeah. And of course, that was like, I was desperate to get a picture of that for you. And I was like, it was one of the coolest instruments I'd ever seen because it's like this black bass and it goes all the way up to the headstock, which is, the you know, the black power fist. I thought yeah, was so cool. that's dope. Yeah. And they dope. played, um, they actually played, uh, was it a, it's one song that he, he did on Jay Leno. I think it was. Um,
0: Turn Me Loose?
3: No, was it, American? Um, uh, it was a Jay- late, It was a later Jay Leno performance. Was it
0: the work? The work part one?
3: No, I have to go. I, I can't remember what it was, but it was it was something relevant to where it worked with you know June 19th. Oh uh, okay. I want to say it was like America, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I can't remember the name of it. yeah, I wish I had yeah, I'm not like Jason, I didn't take notes. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't know Prince had like a Juneteenth uh, song. Yeah, a minute. But, but it wasn't like it was just it,
3: it wasn't that it was a Juneteenth song, it's just that it was fitting for you know, right. that, that for Juneteenth, it was like it made it made sense to kind of play that because I don't remember. They played a couple different songs when we were in Studio A. And obviously, when when we did the mega mega tour, the VIP mega tour, they had, wonder, you know, yeah, they had all kinds of different songs.
2: I wonder if it was like Emancipation or.
3: No, it wasn't. I don't think he ever I did that idea. one
0: on Jay Leno. I want to say it was, yeah.
3: Ameri- it was something about America. It was
0: something about America. OK, the
3: song. But obviously, I should have taken note of it. So <laughs> yeah, I, can't of I feel bad. Like yeah. And the fact that, I mean, obviously, you probably got to play ping pong on the
0: on his ping pong table, right? No. Is that oh. a thing?
3: Oh, yeah. We got to play ping pong on his ping pong table. Oh, yeah. well,
0: you guys have gone recently, though, right? Yeah, we went yeah. in January. Yeah, they've made a lot of changes. Yeah. Before COVID, it was very much a museum. Like, yeah, go in and you can look at things. It it was still like that, but but
3: (laughs) this, obviously we were on the mega expensive, you know, this is the best one you can go on. And this was, yeah. Then we got to go in studio B and the other room of studio B, we got to play ping pong on his, on his ping pong table. Wow. And then Jason and I, which is the old Jason, you'll love this. The only picture in my room is you and me. Cause it's, it's, it's Jason and I buy um, a purple cloud guitar
4: yeah wow yeah
3: we were i was within like we were so close to it and we were both very like you know obviously we're not going to touch it like i'm like
0: I'm, the first ten thousand yeah. dollars that i make from making music yeah uh i will buy myself a cloud guitar <laughs> yeah that's how much they cost yeah
3: yeah they're very expensive
0: <laughs> for, an, for an actual cloud guitar like yeah. you can buy a replica for like you can buy a replica 500 but... bucks or something mm-hmm. but like a real one from mm-hmm. the dude who makes them yeah About a, brand yeah it's, I, it's worth it's, every penny i'm not yeah. I'm not downplaying it it's a beautiful guitar yeah, i got that
3: my favorite my favorite guitar i saw which i thought was hilarious this goes back to his humor is he had a daisy rock guitar and it was like this heart um it was oh. like yeah it was really cool it was I think that one was in Studio B when we because they did I didn't I see so, it. Yeah, I, did, you I guys didn't. I didn't see really it. Really making
0: me want to go now. Oh, I I will make they you haven't gone go. In, yeah. in like few years now. Yeah,
3: we we'll have to get Jason. I made, but the funny thing is Jason did have to come here in January, so you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I did look it up. It was Dreamer, which obviously yes it Ooh, is Dreamer. actually a good yes. one for Jude. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
3: There you go. There you go. <laughs> so uh, I knew it was something. I was like, uh, I can't remember, but yeah, it was very fitting for the day and that was i didn't even realize it was juneteenth when we got there because that was because it's like my son's birthday party weekend It was father's day and i'm like and we get there and someone's like it's juneteenth and i'm like oh my god yeah like like, what a day to be here yeah dreamer
0: dreamer is one of those songs just like the the while my guitar gently weeps like i've heard mm -hmm. people who were like You know, I didn't know Prince could play guitar or that he Mm -hmm. was like into rock. And I'm like, okay, well, let me play you Dreamer then. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Rob, Eloy, thanks so much for being on again. This was
2: such
3: a fun chat. It was. And I didn't do the annoying noise one time. So, you know, (laughs) good good for me still haven't found that app if anybody finds that app please let me know so i can make that noise whenever well, now i now of want. course you
0: have done it though so, yeah yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, what uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome
0: it was a blast and thank you for having me on this was yes. really a lot of fun
1: there it is, what a fun chat. Don't forget to go to youtube.com slash Also go to princesfriend.com, follow him on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Prince's Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at There It Is Pod. And subscribe to our YouTube channel at There it is. Follow me on Twitter at JasonFarJokes and Instagram at JasonFarPix. Go to thereitispod.com for more links and bio. Until next time, be good to each other on the one.